Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good morning. Welcome to a brand new year on 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you and we're kicking things off the right way on today's show. I'm going to meet the man who swapped working in a bank to becoming one of Ireland's top motivational speakers. Neil O'Brien is going to help us move from being stuck in a rush to getting on the road to reaching our potential. The physics of roller coasters, strong women in science, plus psychology magic to some of the highlights from this year's BT Young Scientist competition. I'm going to hear from the director of this year's event, Marie Colhan, is with us. Plus, I have some TV highlights that we can all look forward to this year. And I've got Dua Lipa, Maroon 5, Ed Sheeran and lots more on the playlist. WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658. 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court. See gilmores.ie. 11 to 1 on LMFM with Sinead Brazel. Oh, it's so nice to be back. Huey Lewis on the news, kicking us off this morning with the power of love. Good morning. It is so, so lovely to be back with you on 11 to 1. I hope you are keeping well. And for those of you who may have just switched on to LMFM, I'm Sinead Brazel. This is 11 to 1, a show that will be the welcome distraction you need from everything going on in the outside world. Because here we discuss good news stories We meet fascinating local people. We talk pop culture, celebrities, movies, strange food combinations. We love pointless research. We love floor filler songs on a Friday. And of course, in between all of that, we do squeeze in some great music. So so welcome. And most importantly, we have a lot of crack. We have a lot of fun on this programme. So Happy New Year to you. I hope you had a great Christmas and you are ready for everything that 2022 has in store for you. And I know it is very hard to ignore the big raging mess that is COVID. And, you know, it's it's very easy to write off 2021 as the crazy year that it was and say, oh, good riddance to it. I, I forget about it. Don't even want to remember. It's gone. I've, that's it. But... It did bring us some great things that I'm going to pepper the show with as as the as the, the program goes on. I mean, things like do you remember the Jerusalem challenge, you know? I know we were all kind of sick of it by the end of like maybe a week or two, but it was pretty cool when we all watched the um Garda Shiakana 
played a blinder with their video that was just brilliant and it kind of put us in good form you know put us in a good humour that Oprah Winfrey in- interview you know we got great mileage out of that you know we did whether we were complaining about it or going oh god love them whatever it was it was a good talking point when we'd nothing else to be going on about Squid Game another gem from 2021 I mean have we ever seen such brilliant television you know great stuff so don't be writing it off 2021 is oh 2021 there was a lot of good stuff I'm going to be talking about it during the programme today we're also going to be talking about why New Year's resolutions are pointless (laughs) yes (laughs) that one is popping up on the programme as well and I'm very excited to chat to Neil O'Brien okay he is Kind of, I want to say he's like Ireland's first motivational speaker kind of life coach. He has been doing this a long, long time, way before it was sort of trendy and cool to be a life coach. He was doing this. So he has coined the phrase as well, mental fitness. He came up with this about 15 years ago. He is a man that we need to be listening to because he has trained and motivated Ryder Cup, uh, you know, golf players, tennis players, pro athletes, you know, he's coached all these people. He's coached psychologists, people that we go to for help with stress management, all of that. And he was very first um, life coach as well that was featured on television in Ireland back in the day, way back in the day. So he has a lot to say and he has a book, it's called Time to Fly. And what I love about this is there's no jargon. Do you know what I mean? You know the way they like to come out with all this jargon? There's none of that. It's all very sort of practical kind of advice and lessons and inspiration that we can take from him. So we're going to be chatting to him very, uh, sorry, later on on the programme. But in the first hour, I'm excited to be talking science because with every new year in Ireland brings the amazing BT Young Scientist and Technology exhibition. And it is going to be virtual this year. It is the 58th year of this and there's so much to enjoy about this year's event and the great thing about it being virtual is that a lot of us that may not necessarily get a chance to go down to the exhibition when it's on in the RDS we can actually tune in from home which is brilliant so all that is coming your way messages are already coming in on 086 1800 658 wishing me a happy new year thank you so much I love to hear from you and with a new year here on LMFM we have a new telephone number so you can get in touch with me on WhatsApp and text on 086-1800-658. That hasn't changed. But if you want to give us a call, we have a new number. It's 041-983-2000. So 041-983-2000 if you want to get in touch with us at reception for, you know, anything, anything at all. We'd love to hear from you. Now, we were saying that, you know, it's very easy to kind of go, oh, 2021, whatever. I want to forget about it. It's done. We're into 2022. Hopefully things are going to be better. But we did have some very funny moments from 2021. And um, (laughs) I mentioned like the Jerusalem and all that, but there was a lot that happened online on the internet uh, where, you know, lots of funny things happened. Basically, this was, this is the, the, the stuff of legend now. It was like a, you know, a previously unremarkable parish council meeting and it pretty much caught the attention of the public. It was Jackie Weaver's Zoom call. It was in the UK and uh, basically there was uh, just ructions ructions happened with uh, the phrase you have no authority here was uttered absolutely everywhere but this was happening last year on Zoom you see everything has to go online didn't it you know and uh, there was ructions at the parish council meeting and it went all over the internet that was very funny I remember talking about this because I was thinking oh this is going to be outraged Uh, Colin the Caterpillar is, you know, a fantastic addition to any birthday party, no matter what age 
you are. The cater, the caterpillar cake is kind of a must, right? But there were so many arguments over the iconic bug-inspired cake because M&S took legal action against Aldi because Aldi had the audacity to release a cake that resembled Colin the caterpillar. Now, in fairness to him, Cuthbert the caterpillar, you're fooling nobody. Do you know what I mean? You're exactly like Colin. <laughs> and it just went, it went viral all over the place with people saying free Cuthbert and all this kind of stuff. So that was, uh, that was quite funny. Um, Colin the caterpillar, uh, fantastic. You know, some, some, some stuff that came from the internet. Another thing that was brilliant as well, and I remember playing this on the programme last year <laughs> with Zoom calls and you'd think that people would be kind of, you know, efficient at sim calls at this sort of stage but um, the one in particular went viral a lawyer couldn't figure out how to remove the pesky cat filter during his court session meeting and it soon went viral after <laughs> his pleas of I'm not a cat just <laughs> it's more visual than anything so there's this really serious court case going on and one of the lawyers is this adorable cat icon in the corner hilarity hilarious stuff altogether who could forget Bernie Sanders and the mitten memes, because, you know, Joe Biden's inauguration around this sort of time last year, January last year, photos of Bernie Sanders sitting cross-legged with his mittens to keep him warm just captured the attention uh, of everybody on the internet. And he, he was popping up everywhere as a meme. Yeah, even on the bench alongside Forrest Gump and all sorts of places. Brilliant stuff. Absolutely brilliant. You know, so don't be just throwing off 2021 as the, the, the year that we had no fun. We had a lot of fun. We did. Uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions that you plan on uh, keeping for about a week and then, you know, giving up on? Let me know. 086 658 There's Maroon 5 with Memories. And I want to dedicate that one to Anne Smith. I'm getting a message for her. Morning Sinead, will you wish my mum, Anne Smith, a very happy 81st birthday today. Coming in from her husband Paddy, daughter Caroline, son Patrick, daughter-in-law Jackie and grandchildren Jamie, Jason, Andrew and Jordan. And I'm not sure where you are in the North East, but there's a lot of love coming in for you today. And I hope you have a fantastic birthday. It's always a bit of a tricky one, isn't it, for people who are having birthdays as well after the after the Christmas and the New Year. People sort of go, oh, the birthday, oh, look at... They, they can have a half-hearted attempt, can't they, Anne, at celebrating your birthday? Well, not today. Your family has very much rallied round and wishing you a happy birthday. So I hope you have a good one. Now, from wrapping to roller coasters to circus science and sustainability science, uh, there's lots happening and it's very exciting at the 58th BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. It's going to be running from the 12th to the 14th of January. There's lots in store for everybody to enjoy. We're going to find out what the students locally are doing. We're going to find out about these exciting events that's happening over the course of the couple of days. Marie Culhan, she's director of the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. She's going to join us just after these. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM. From wrapping to roller coasters to circus science and sustainability, science doesn't get more exciting than this at the 58th BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. The organisers have revealed a very exciting lineup of special acts and business events that'll join the 550 exhibiting young scientists at the virtual event, which starts on January 12th. So, from the physics of roller coasters and football to how space exploration can support sustainability, this year's event promises to be a fascinating 
fascinating journey into science. Joining me now to tell us more about what we can expect this year is Director of BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition, Marie Culhan. She's on the line. How are you doing? Hi there, Sinead. Good morning. How are you? Now, look, Happy New Year to you, first of all. And I'd say there's not much time for you even to be enjoying New Year celebrations. You're so busy at this time of the year, Marie. No, no, it's actually that this year was a little bit better than it's been in past years because we're, we're sort of on a, a later cycle. Um, so we're the latest we'll ever be um, in, in, in a year. So we're, we're actually starting on the 12th of January this year where we started on the 6th last year. So we've had a little bit more time off, thankfully. That's good. That is good. So 58 years of Young Scientist competition. This is a hell of a milestone. Remind us what the competition is all about. Yeah, so the BT Young Scientist Technology Exhibition was founded back in the 60s uh, by two physicists um, who saw the idea of science fairs in the States um, on a research visit out there. So they brought the idea back to Ireland uh, 58 years ago. So basically what it is, it's a way for our young people to get involved in science, technology, engineering and maths uh, outside the, the classroom, um, look at ideas, what are they do they want to research? What are they interested in? And to do projects around that. And, you know, you have 550 students exhibiting this year. It's a huge number. Can you give us an idea of some of the great projects that the uh, students have been working on over the past while? Yeah, it's actually 550 projects. So we've over a thousand. Uh, oh, 550 projects. OK. Yeah, yeah, so it's great. And we had a lot more entered. So we only have a finite number. Um, of places to give out. So there's loads of different ones uh, from your own region as well. Uh, there's some really, really good ones. Uh, lots of things around how uh, the, phys- the physics of how a ball bounces, um, different things around soil, about how sugar uh, is consumed, that sort of thing. And then there's, of course, about lockdown and COVID and, and how that's affected uh, people both from a physical and uh, a psychological point of view as well. And then lots around sports and, and how to help um, sports people to get better or recover more, uh, after exercise, that sort of thing. So lots and lots of really, really good concrete ideas. Yeah, they always come up with such amazing ideas. They astound me each year with what they come up with. And, you know, this competition is a great stepping stone for those intending to have careers in the STEM industries, isn't there? It is, absolutely. I think what it does it, uh at the very first step is that it fosters that real interest in, in STEM as well. Like we know that Ireland is, is such a, a great base for for foreign direct investment and they're, um, they want to get in, get into Ireland and, and give jobs in Ireland because of, of the nature and the ed- our education um, of our young people and everything else. So it really, really is. I think it does foster that, that long-term love. Um, that people have around STEM um, over the years. Now, as well as some of the great projects from students, you've revealed a really exciting lineup of events. Everything from the physics behind roller coasters to the science of rap. There's lots going on at these uh, various events over the couple of days. Yeah, there always is. It's it's really, really good um, that we do all of that. And it's just, again, it's a different way of looking at, at science, technology, engineering and maths. Um, as you can imagine, because we are an online event um, or virtual event, we put a lot more content than before. So it's going into a World Cup soccer year. So that's why we're doing the, uh, the science of soccer. Uh, lots of things about space. As we know, 2021, there was lots of space exploration and, and people travelling to space from a commercial point of view or the beginning of that commercial stuff. So we have a couple of different space programmes as well. Uh, we're looking at the science of roller coasters, but also looking at, at, at different things around uh, Taylor Park and the zoo there as well. Um, so there's 
really, really lots for anybody to see so people can watch it as live events or just uh, look back on it um, in the evenings and most of the content will be available then from the 12th to the 31st of January for people to watch back. Oh, that's lovely. And I think I'll be really interested in the Strong Women of Science presentation as well. That's It's really good that you've included that aspect of it. Yeah, no, it's really important to look at look at all the aspects and, and do and sort of shine a spotlight on, on everything that we can do there. Now, um, the, the event, as you mentioned, it's virtual, you know, once again, uh, but it does give a lot more access to people who may not have been able to attend in, per, in person. And I believe people living abroad have logged in and, and interacted with this as well uh, in the last year or two since it's been virtual. Yeah, so last year um, was our first virtual event and we had visitors from 77 countries. So we can say that the VTM Scientists and Technology Exhibition is uh, truly global. Um, event now with so many people taking interest from from overseas so we're hoping that we'd see see, uh, good numbers coming from overseas again this year just to shine a light on the Irish talent and one of the things that we do and and sort of the the central part of our portal is the student projects so we've asked all the students put up their own videos explaining their projects for the public as well so it gives them a a real behind the scenes look at at the research and what the students are doing. So in terms of the students you know who are exhibiting uh, in the next week or so you know they might be nervous about the competition is is all their bits and pieces done at this stage do they just sit back and let the work speak for themselves or have you any advice to impart on them at this stage? Yeah, so we, we, we've got uh, uh, most of the information. There's still a few bits over the next sort of 24, 48 hours we're, we're waiting for the students to send to us. So it's all there and ready for judging. So they'll be judged on Wednesday and Thursday of next week. Uh, so the 12th and 13th of January. The judges are lovely. They'll be looked after well. And the judges just want to find out about, about their projects and find out about their research. Um, so that will happen, as I said, um, Wednesday, Thursday of next week, and then we'll have the all important results on the Friday. Okay. Um, so we'll have a, a live award ceremony online at one o'clock. Exciting, exciting. And look, it's always such a brilliant event every single year. That goes down to the work that yourself and everybody behind the scenes is doing to get this show on the road every single year. Always a pleasure chatting to you, Mary. Thank continued success with this. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thanks, Sinead. Thanks a million. If you want more information, btyoungscientist.com. You can also follow them, B-T-Y-S-T-E. They're all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, the whole lot, B-T-Y-S-T-E. And best of luck to all local students that are taking part in this. We'll have fingers, toes uh, crossed for you, candles lit the whole lot. It is a fantastic competition to be a part of and fair play for, you know, getting involved in it because it's it's challenge. It is a challenge coming up with the ideas, research the whole bit. There's a lot that goes on in in Young Scientists, so fair play to all local students that are involved this year. Now, on the way, on this day in 2007, the 110th United States Congress convenes and the first female Speaker of the House is elected. That's going to be popping up in the North East Update. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM. At Hove's Court, the best in motoring, here for you. LMFM. We're going back to the year 2007 very, very shortly in Northeast Update. But here's a great song from 1998. It's David Gray on 11 to 1. It's a great album. White Ladder. One of the singles from But Please Forgive Me, David Gray from 1998. Now we're going back to 2007. 
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Whether you're extending, building or replacing your windows and doors, talk to your local Senator Windows dealer today on 1850 777 Chillier today, 4 to 7 degrees. I had to defrost the car this morning. I was going, what's going on? The mild weather is gone. The colder weather has arrived. 4 to 7 degrees today. Sunset is 4.19pm. Sunrise tomorrow, 8.42am. On this day, 2007, the 110th United States Congress convenes and elects Nancy Pelosi as the first female Speaker of the House. And today is World Braille Day, celebrating the birth of Louis Braille, the inventor of reading and writing system used by millions of blind and partially sighted people all over the globe. So World Braille Day today. LMFM Northeast Update. The birthday messages continue for Anne Smith. She's in Ballsgrove in Drada. Uh, Anne, your husband Patrick has been on to wish you a very happy birthday and he has said, please play a nice song of my choice. So I thought, okay, what would, not, what would she like? What would Anne like? And I thought of this one. It puts me in good form all the time. Love that one. Picture house with sunburst. David has been on 86 658 saying, great, great, great to hear you back on the airwaves what a lovely message to get thank you so much and there's a lot more of them coming in wishing me happy new year and wishing me well and all that thank you so much for that still to come at 11 to 1 we hear from the man who swapped working in a bank to becoming Ireland's top motivational speaker he's going to help us with our mental fitness Neil O'Brien is going to be joining me after the news 11 Still to come on 11 to 1, I meet the man who swapped working in a bank to becoming one of Ireland's top motivational speakers. Neil O'Brien is going to help us move from being stuck in a rut to getting on the road to reaching our potential. I've got some TV highlights we can look forward to this year, plus why we find it difficult to stick to our New Year's resolutions. Eleven to one on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court. See Gilmore's.ie. This is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. Ed Sheeran with the photograph kicking off our second hour. It's that time of the year, isn't it? It's the time of the year when we make promises we won't keep. <laughs> it's yes, the New Year's resolutions, and I think pretty much every year of my adult life anyway <clears throat> I start off the year with this these resolutions and I'm like yes this is the year I'm going to keep them you know and you know I don't because in 2021 I did not keep any fitness goal I failed miserably at keeping social media scrolling to a minimum and the nails that I had grown are now kind of bitten you know um, but I'm far from alone in my term- determination to start the new year with a plan for sort of, you know, self-improvement. At least a quarter of people typically make at least one New Year's resolution and a large portion of the, those good in, intentions do end in disappointment. And there's a lot around this. I discovered a really interesting article this morning online about this and um, there's various experts that speak throughout it. So the first expert, Anna Katharina Schaffner is her name. She's a cultural historian and she's the author of The Art of Self-Improvement and uh, she says, you know, 
it's no coincidence that we start off with kind of positive changes after the, you know, hectic holiday season where we've overindulged and now it's time to purify. So, you know, many of our resolutions in January focus on abstinence. So giving up our bad habits, we want to cleanse the body and our souls. How many of us said, that's it? That's the end of the chocolates, that's the end of the wine, that's the end of the cheese, that's the end of the stuff. And then on this morning, still ate some quality streets for breakfast. You know what I mean? Has to be done. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. I'm just wondering, is there anybody else that started the day off that way? So this is the purity principle, they call it. So this is our kind of idea that we're going to purify ourselves from all of this. Um so that's, you know, uh, the start of the new year with that. But what about people who still make promises after relatively sober festivities? So maybe you didn't get too much into the eating and drinking at Christmas time. So many people have, you know, goals that are related to work or personal pursuits and have nothing to do with sort of, you know, eating and drinking too much. So what is it about January 1st that sort of kickstarts this sort of personal change? Well, psychologists have found that we see our life kind of in into separate chapters as opposed to this kind of on-running loop. So, you know, we have different chapters in our life. So we might uh, characterise major life events such as, you know, getting married or the birth of the child. Uh, so our mind splits these major chapters then into smaller sections. So at the start of a new year, you can represent kind of a break in this kind of narrative that we have in our lives. So that's why we kind of go, oh, at the start of the year, I'm going to start off on the right foot and all of that. Now, according to a recent YouGov survey, 35% of people who made resolutions managed to stick to all of their goals. So 35%, 50% of people managed to keep some of their resolutions. That's good. Uh, and a lot of people are saying, well, what's going on here? How did that happen? Um, well... In uh, Stockholm University, they tracked the progress of 1,066 people who made New Year's resolutions. Okay, this was at the end of, say, 2017. And they were split into two classes. So some of them were avoidance goals, like, you know, giving up the alcohol, giving up the cigarettes, all of that. Uh, You know, uh, social media suites, that kind of thing. They were quitting things. The others were in the approach goals. So adopting a new habit, such as I'm going to take up swimming. I'm going to practice the guitar in the evening. And get this. On average, the participants were 25% more likely to meet their approach goals. So the ones where they took up something new than their avoidance goals. So what? how do we keep to our New Year's resolutions? Instead of stopping things, so, you know, keep eating that quality street there, start doing things, it's saying. So start taking up new things instead. Don't say to yourself, that's it. I'm going to stop eating the quality street. Say, I'm going to start walking maybe even once a week. So that's the only way that we're going to keep our New Year's resolutions. Very interesting. Are you keeping a resolution? Do you have any? Are you saying to hell with it 2022? No doubt what it has in store for us. So I'm going to take it as it comes. What are your plans for the new year? 086 658 the Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people The thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Hi, I'm Hannah Ray Fines says he doesn't give his nephew Hero Fines Tiffin any acting advice he stars in The Kingsman, which is out in cinemas now. Hero is best known for his role as Hardin Scott in the After Film series. What I see is a young actor finding his way on his own, in his, and you know he's that, that's the best way in a way. And then, you know, if he wants to talk about stuff, I guess I'm here. But I don't, I don't feel that I should be calling him up and saying, "Word of advice, young man." I don't. 
Vanderpump Rules Lala Kent has opened up about her fiancé's affair. She joined Evan Reel, where he quizzed her on any red flags she noticed in the relationship. He was never around. It was constantly traveling and saying it was for movies, but where he wasn't making movies and constant trips to Miami. The phone would never leave his hand, whether he was in the bathroom getting a massage. If I got near the phone, he was in sheer panic. Jennifer Lawrence stars alongside Leonardo DiCaprio in Don't Look Up, which is out on Netflix now. The film stars an ensemble cast featuring the likes of Jonah Hill, Timothy Chalamet, Ariana Grande, Kate Blanchett and Meryl Streep. Jennifer says there was a lot of improv in the movie. There was a lot of improv in the, in the film. I mean, I think we left most of it up to Jonah Hill, who's an expert. But yeah, we, we Adam made us feel very free. That's The Buzz. I'm <laughs> Hannah. The Buzz on LMFM. With the Crown Plaza Dundalk. Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. I watched that movie over the Christmas Don't Look Up. It's brilliant. It's on Netflix. If you want a bit of a laugh, bit of crack, bit of fun, that is the movie for you. And there's loads of big, big names involved in it. It's very, very good. It's on Netflix if you want a little recommendation there. David says, Sinead, his New Year's resolution is breaking up with Jennifer Aniston and Zara King. Too stressful. Yeah. I could see why being in a relationship with both of those would be stressful, David. Thank you so much. A lot of people saying sort of the usual, the weight loss and the giving up of alcohol and cigarettes and that kind of thing for New Year's resolutions. Keep them coming in 086 1800 658. There's George Harrison. Got my mind set on you. Helen says... We got bikes from Santa and my 10-year-old yesterday managed to get on his. The joy. We're going to take up cycling. Fantastic way to, you know, benefit your health and everything else, Helen. That's fantastic. Now, you know, we've got these great intentions to set New Year's resolutions. And a lot of the time it's, you know, about personal development, growth. Maybe you want to get out of the job that you hate. Maybe you want to increase your finances. Maybe you want to do something that you've always wanted to do. And what is it? What is it that holds us back? That little voice in there that goes, you can't. Oh, you can't do that. Don't do that. Stay safe in the, the, the job you don't like. Don't take that plunge. So today we are going to start the new year right. And my next guest, he is fantastic. He um, is very much about wanting us to live to our potentials. And he has a great book. It's called Time to Fly. And there's none of that jargon that you might find in self-help books. It's very kind of, there's practical kind of advice and lessons on kind of how you can take that step to, you know, achieving your goals and your ambitions and your dreams and all the rest of it. We're going to be chatting to Neil O'Brien. He's a fantastic motivational speaker. We're going to chat to him just after these. 11 to 1 on LMFM. My next guest worked in a bank for 24 years before deciding that it was time for a drastic change. In 1998, he set up his coaching business, Time to Fly, and has become Ireland's number one corporate conference speaker on topics of mental fitness and well-being. Along the way, he's become a published author as well and released his debut book, Time to Fly. He coaches elites and professional sports people on their mental fitness. He was the first life coach to be ever featured on Irish TV, becoming a regular fixture on the health show, Open House and 
and many others. And as we start a new year, it's natural to want to change things about our lives. But if we don't change our limiting beliefs, self-doubt and our negative mindset, we won't reach our potential. And this is where Neil O'Brien comes in. He is going to discuss the importance of mental fitness and well-being. And he joins me on the line. How are you doing, Neil? Hi, Sinead. I'm good, thanks. Good morning, how are you? I'm great, I'm great. You're very welcome to 11 to 1. Now, before we jump into this area of mental fitness, tell us a little bit more about yourself. What inspired you, first of all, to head on the road you were on now? Like, was there a light bulb moment where you thought, I'm just not living to my potential here anymore? Um, No, it's probably actually a negative reason in a way. I mean, I, I left school in the 70s, so I'm a really old person. So I left school and just took the first job I was offered, which was in a bank. And that was fine. I, I just kind of, you know, turned up there every day. And then when I was 40 then, I, I was the training guy. So I was running training courses for all my colleagues, and I was loving it. And I guess, so that, so I was loving what I was doing. Um, and then the Celtic Tiger was arriving. So, so on paper, it looked like a good time, maybe. So I left the bank. And almost to avoid having regrets later. You know, I kind of figured I'm 40 now. I have two young kids. Um, There's never a good time. Uh, so maybe I should just try this now and not have any regrets later. So I left the bank with no money, no share options, no redundancy package. No, I think I had 100 quid. Uh, and I, I set up overnight to be a trainer for other companies. And it just took off like a rocket, really. So Wow. So €100 Euro to the name, more or less, and you just took yeah. this plunge. And this is what people need to hear, because so often we kind of go, well, I don't have the finances. I, you know, maybe it's not the right yeah. time. I've got kids. I, I don't think I could take this risk now. We come up with all of these excuses. So I love that you just did this. And, you know, you became a life coach before it was trendy, yeah. you know, because the wellness yeah. industry has, has really taken off in, in recent times. But, you know, you're setting this up in 1998. Were people responsive to you back then? Yeah, so I guess um, life coaching almost didn't exist in life. I mean, you couldn't buy a book on this. You couldn't watch a YouTube video on it. But I was always the type of person, even in my time in the bank, where people would gravitate towards me for a bit of advice or a bit of support or a bit of help. So I'd like to think we would now call it coaching. But I think, you know, I've been kind of that person for a long time before you could ever get a piece of paper in it. So it's just kind of a bond. Then I got known as a life coach. I mean, it's a ridiculous title. I mean, it means nothing. How can you be a coach to do it life? You know, so so I never claimed this, but people, and then I got noticed by OT and all that, and all that kind of took off. So it's just something I kind of, probably, I probably have a personality type, mm. kind of a friendly person. It's just kind of, evolved really over the years and then I picked on a way to get paid for it for like <laughs> happy days. Happy know. days is right. And you know, you, you pretty much invented this term mental fitness. Can you explain yeah. what this actually means? Yeah, so in 30 years I have been coaching people, I always found that I needed something to start session. I needed a quick check to find out how it's going to do. When I go see my doctor, he does my blood pressure, he has a listen. So, so regardless of why I'm there, he has two or three checks how I'm doing. So I felt I needed two or three ways to check how somebody was doing mentally. Before we got into it, like the main conversation, I've discovered after 30 years that there are four indicators, there are four areas of how somebody's doing right now mentally. Uh, so they are uh, mood, habit, resilience, and then kind of a sense of direction or feeling like they're on the right path. So, there are my, so, 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 Sinead, if you and I met now, 
this afternoon, I'd be starting with Sinead. How's your mood? What are your habits like at the moment? Have you had a setback you've had to deal with? And have you still a clarity around where you're going? Like, why are you bothering? What are you doing all of this for? So those are kind of my four temperature gauges, I guess, as to how anybody... So as you can imagine, chief executives are interested in that. Uh, elite sports people are interested, you know. So that's kind of my four areas of interest. And it's really interesting that you break it down in that way because sometimes when we go to approach new changes in our lives, you know, we want to kind of reach uh, different targets and goals that we've set ourselves. And it's so overwhelming, isn't it? You know, where, where do I start? So it's great for somebody to kind of break it down in, in that way, you know, and it kind of gives us that reason that why do we have this fire in our bellies to go off and, and to do something? And, you know, you mentioned there that you um, coach professional sports people. I mean, we watch these people all the time at the top of their game, but a lot of their success in what they're doing physically in whatever sport they're playing comes down to this mental fitness. And there's been studies that have shown that a lot of the best of the best when it comes to sports and athletics and all of that they often play the game in their minds they have to get the mind right first don't they? Yes yeah I mean you'd be amazed the amount of time that's spent and the detail that would go into because you see if we can visually imagine something or visually rehearse something mentally in as much detail as possible to a certain extent our body feels like we've already done it you know so that's the whole kind of mental rehearsal area. And that, that would be anybody. That would be a, a student going in to face an exam. It could be somebody having to give a talk and they've never done it before. You know, you, you, we, we can learn from this. So it, it, it's debatable how much we can learn from sports people. I have a few concerns around that these days. But, but certainly, like anything, like anybody we admire, anybody from art, business, or culture, we can still borrow some of the tricks of the trade that they use Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we were at the start of the year and already I'd say a lot of us have set the New Year's resolutions. We've got great intentions, but a lot sure. of us don't don't follow through. Is this down to what is going on in our minds? Is it that we secretly yeah. believe that we're not going to actually follow through with it? Yes, yeah, I think that's part, I think that's part of the branding of a resolution. It's almost like it, it's easy to take a pop at resolutions, I guess. But at first, yeah, I'd say... For openers, they're better than nothing. You know, even if they last a week, even mm. if you've done two things differently this week, hey, that we take that. You know, but but, but I think people need to understand there's a difference between discipline and willpower. Uh, willpower is only a mood; it doesn't land. Like moods come and go all the time. I I have fantastic willpower at ten o'clock in the morning and feel like I have nothing left by three o'clock in the afternoon. A lot that's happened is. My mood has changed, so it's nothing to do with am I stupid or weak or anything like that. It's just that mood. So it's more to, if we could construct, and I'll give you an example in a moment, but if we could construct resolutions more around discipline, structure, and routine, uh, then we don't need to depend on our mood so much. We don't need to depend on willpower to get me out for a walk, even though it's cold. Uh, you know, it's something that I just do anyway because it's part of a discipline. So I mentioned the four components. I can mm. break it down even more that mood and discipline go together. So habits determine our mood. And then at the other end, then, a sense of direction creates resilience. Like it's very hard to recover from setbacks if you don't have any clear sense of direction in the first place. And then every setback becomes a major drama. You know, so, so sense of direction or purpose creates resilience. And then 
discipline creates our moods. And we always feel better after we do something rather than trying to fight ourselves. But so usually with resolutions and habits and all that, for all the for all the heart in the right place, I think people just try and start too big, really. You know, yeah. here's great, this is it, here, here, oh, I'm going to change my life. You know, <laughs> they just start too big. Where the trick is to establish something first. Even a tiny change, once established, can be easily improved later, you know. Yeah. So, but if getting it established is the bit that people don't really appreciate, perhaps. Start small, start small, build it up, build it up. Now, you know, I mentioned the book there, you know, Time to Fly. And what I love about this is you cut all the jargon. There's no jargon with this at all. You've got eight very practical lessons and advice for people to to, to take on board that will help kind of kickstart this, uh, you know, reaching for the potential, working towards goals. Can you give us an idea of some of these lessons? Yeah, sure. So um, the idea of no jargon is because I'm essentially kind of a cynical, pessimistic person myself. Like I'm, I would ingest, describe myself as a cognitive of violence, most pessimistic, motivational speaker. You know, so things have to be practical for me. If, some, if I find something isn't practical, it just doesn't appeal to me. It might appeal to other people. So, so no jargon, no fluff. Um, my entire book is based on the principle, you know, that if we if we do stuff, if we take action, we're then we're constantly proving to ourselves that we're a valuable human being. I mean, that's the entire book comes down to that. And then in the book, there's a chapter around taking action. So the chapter around self-worth and self-esteem, for example. So if we don't value ourselves in the first place, we don't be telling not to find the discipline. Like, why should we value? Because I don't even value who I am. There's another chapter down about discovering what your purpose and potential is, because Education doesn't necessarily help us with that. Um, that's about our unique natural talent and ability. And just uh, the book was published in 2012, and here we are now, um, 10 years later, and we're, we're in a situation that we could never have predicted. So some of the things I think that we need to just acknowledge at the moment is that the pandemic hasn't changed everything. Like, yeah. Let's not panic here. So in other words, human potential and natural talent it still exists. Whatever somebody has a natural talent for, that hasn't been affected at all by COVID or pandemic. It might be delayed a little bit, but it certainly hasn't been affected. So that's what our plan should be based on. Our plans for this year and beyond should be based on what is it I already have a talent for. Mm. And if I invested more time and effort in that, well then, wow, I can, I can be as ambitious as I like. But it's grounded in the reality, though, of natural talent and ability, then backed up with an improvement in our habits and our discipline. See, so then if there's a setback, does happen. But then we were stronger anyway when the setback hit. So that's that's what I like to talk about with clients. Is no, hold on a second now. You're saying COVID has caused this or has created. No, hold on a second. What were you like mentally before COVID hit? It was probably already a little. Oh yeah, it's another excuse, isn't it? It is another excuse. And as you said there, and one of the really important chapters, and I'm really glad you brought it up, is about, you know, self-worth and self-esteem because so, so long and so often we have this negative self-talk or we have this little voice that goes, you can't do it, don't just give up there now. Stay in this little safe, comfortable zone that you hate, but stay there anyway. And this is kind of what goes on in the mindset. And as you say, COVID is like another excuse now. But going back to kind of what is it that sparks joy in ourselves what is it that we love doing what is it that's kind of you know sparking that happiness is so so vital it really is 
it's been such a pleasure, Neil, speaking to it, to you. If there was one thing that you would like us to take on board when it comes towards working towards our goals, what would you like us to take on board? No problem. The one thing that I've already started this with a lot of my clients is, is to vote this year to, to get really clear on what you feel your natural talent and ability what might be. What is the thing that floats your boat? What comes easy to you? Uh, that you can do effortlessly because not everything comes easy to everybody. So I would, I'm encouraging clients. So let's, that's our theme for the year: is get clarity around natural talent and ability, and then we'll make some plans and goals after that. Fantastic, Neil. It's been such a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you so so much Thanks, for joining me on the show today. Pleasure. Thank you. Thanks a million. I love that. Start with what we know already, what's coming easy to us, and then we can go from there. Neil's book, Time to Fly, that is out now. You can find more information about Neil, the link to his book, his podcast, and everything that he does on his website, timetofly.ie. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Oh, I hope you're feeling a little bit better now about, you know, New Year's resolutions and, you know, if you haven't set any, don't feel bad about that either after that chat with Neil O'Brien. If you missed any of it, I will put it up on lmfm.ie in our podcast section. Now back to the music. Here's The Police versus Snow Patrol. LMFM Radio. You're listening to Sinead Brazel. I'm here till one. That's Police versus Snow Patrol. Every car you chase. On the way, I have a great throwback song from 1996 that I haven't heard in absolutely ages but first time to check in with Ain Crack Anish Ain Crack Air LMFM Clearly we're in show must rode gumalat anvaha agus a gurin ain size cruelty is dachert me vai to rohoga lesson rode horla erin law show civilian need exodo Marhud the publicity campaign around War of Currents of Horla America, Idr Edison August Westinghouse, Mario Elephant Darvanum Topsy treat electrocution August Rinshid Tafadin Rother Fad. Kinda sick. A written War of Currents via Edison August Westinghouse treat for Raw Balak Electrocosite Direct Current DC, no alternating current AC. Kui supporters the direct current or camcord Temple Natira, Egtoshbon Danshare alternating current treat Anvaha, Erno Stray Kat August Madri, Avaru Egusoid and alternating current. Is the war shutter fad Gorhan Gususlesh and Swain of Tayfair than electric chair coma? Is Viren Rogers Gur Kuch Don Chair? Sinalova Mikarta. Shine Crack and Lit. Ain Crack, Air LMFM. The arrival of electricity popping up in Ain Crack. Now, this is a cracking song from 1996. It's Baby Bird, You're Gorgeous. Oh, I remember that one stayed at number one for ages on Top 30 Hits. Do you remember that? Was it Larry Gogan who did Top 30 Hits on the television? It's great. Baby Bird, You're Gorgeous from 1996. Liam is on. Loving the tunes. He was on earlier and I didn't get to his message. It was regarding to the Young Scientist competition. This is great. He says, Welcome back, Sinead. Question, why isn't there an old scientist of the year? <laughs> I have a few ideas. Why don't they make attic holes bigger than the whole Christmas tree decorations can go up ready for the next time? Oh, I see what you're saying. You can put it all decorated all the way up in the attic and <laughs> you don't need to take it off the tree. Uh, they should also make clothes with washing pins attached because he keeps losing his. Also, there should be electronic tags in socks so they don't go missing. Oh, Liam. If anyone can come up with the solution for lost ta- uh, sog, socks in the wash. I think they'll be a very wealthy person. 
because it just baffles me. It is a mystery. A pair of socks go in, one comes out. Where did the other one go? Into an alternate universe? I don't know. Thank you so much for that, Liam. Now, quick break. And after that, I have some great TV highlights that we can look forward to for 2022. 11 to 1 on LMFM. At this time of the year, it is nice to have something to look forward to. And normally it's straight to the TV and what's happening, what's going on in terms of viewing pleasure. And there's a good few things coming up. Well, this Sunday night, I have to mention this now, first of all, Dancing with the Stars is going to return to our screens on the 9th of January. 12 new celebrity dancers hoping to make it all the way to the final, including jockey Nina Carberry, who is from Rathoth. Uh, Aslan singer and Betty Stone resident Billy McGuinness as well is in there. Former newsreader Angus McGrainer. Um, he's going to be there. Retired cyclist Nicholas Roach, Missy Keating, daughter of former boy's own star, star um, Ronan. And uh, yeah, it's going to be good, I think. it's uh, We missed it last year, didn't we? So it's going to have all of the usual kind of things that we expect from these dancing sort of competitions with celebrities and all of that. So that's happening on Sunday. I saw today as well that a woman that I love watching on TV is Lucy Kennedy. She has revealed that she's hosting a new series. It's going to be nothing like living with Lucy which is interesting she can't really tell us too much about it at the moment it's going to be four part series and it won't involve any celebrities but it's very her she says and it's going to be kind of documentary style and it's going to be on Virgin Media so that's good um if sitcoms are more your thing, uh, Hilary Duff and Kim Cattrall are teaming up for How I Met Your Mother uh, spin-off. So it's going to be How I Met Your Father. Oh, I don't really like How I Met Your Mother, to be perfectly honest, but this is ongoing anyway. How I Met Your Father, uh, which will be January 18th that that'll be out. Um, now, fans of Game of Thrones, I think, are mixed about this. House of the Dragon, this is going to be on HBO in March and this is the prequel. And there's a lot of anticipation uh, out of this and it's going to focus on, is it the Tarragon family? Um, the, the dragon what lady, I don't know. I don't, didn't watch it. Anyway, her. It's going to be very much f- focused on her and kind of, yeah, I don't know. People are a bit like, oh, I don't know if it's going to work or not. But uh, there it is. It's coming. Bridgerton season two. That is coming back. Now, we don't know when, okay? That's to be confirmed. But it is going to be... Um, happening uh, the, the, another season of Bridgerton Peaky Blinders season 6 that again I don't know the date on that but they are teasing and teasing and teasing us with this a full trailer by the way for Peaky Blinders has been released I was doing a lot of teaser trailers for you there before Christmas but a full trailer has been released so if you google it now you'll, you'll, you'll get it um, but it is going to be the absolute end of the series again I don't know the actual date for that one just yet and another one I'm looking forward to I think this is February The Walking Dead final season that's going to be hitting Disney Plus and Star and it's really going to be a long long (laughs) awaited finish so it's going to conclude uh, season 11 I don't know what they're going to do with this but I've been watching it since this began it's absolutely brilliant The Walking Dead so there you go and then Stranger Things as well season 4 on Netflix again we don't know exactly when that's happening uh, but that will be coming uh, to to Netflix as well and Dairy Girls season 3 Channel 4 the last one they're doing season 3 and that's it again to be confirmed on when that's out but lots of great TV to be looking forward to this year 
The Diary on LMFM. With Keystone Insurance. Insurance for business, property, tradesmen, drivers and more. Call 042-9393-993 or visit keystoneinsurance.ie. The Navin St. Padre Pio Prayer Group are holding their monthly mass this Wednesday, January 5th in St. Mary's Church, Navin at 7.30pm with rosary at 7.15. The Diary on LMFM. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. It's been a lovely back to the new year and all the rest of us. It's nice to ease myself in. Have a great day. We'll chat to you tomorrow. We'll leave you in the company of Bob Marley and the Whalers. 11 to 1 on LMFM. L-M-F-M. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget? Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.